This is the City Place Church Podcast. Here at City Place, we build dreams, ignite faith, and establish leaders that win the lost for God's kingdom. From wherever you're listening, we hope that you are empowered by the message. Hey, everybody. Good morning. My name is Damon. And I'm Taisha Moore. We're your lead pastors of City yes. Place Church. We are super, super, super Come excited on. that you are here You're this here. morning. Here. You are part of the City Place Church family. Good That's morning, right. good morning. Shout out to everyone watching on Facebook and shout out to everybody on YouTube. We are so excited to have all you. of you hanging out with us today. That's right. And today I get to hang out with my girlfriend, uh, my wife, and we're just going <laughs> to download uh, what God has dropped on our heart today, but but we got to do something. Okay. <laughs> I think everyone, <laughs> okay. I think you should take a, a, a at-home selfie today and just kind of post it. All right. Like, I'm for real. I'm like, come game. on, let's, let's do it. Ready? All right, so you have to post your photo and uh, let us see your face, do something crazy. And what are we uh, hashtagging so we can find it? So we can find it? So we can find it. Hashtag City Place Church. That's right. So we want to see it yeah, too. Yeah. We want to see yeah, it. Yeah. We, we, we want to see it. Um, I don't know how we're going to do How will we do that on YouTube? You just do a search. Come on. Are oh, you yeah, 100 right. years that's old right. or what? What's no, going on? What's going on here? Hey, listen, you can follow along today. Download today's notes, cityplacechurch.com. If you're hanging out with us for the very first time. You know, one of the things I've been doing literally over the last few weeks is I've been texting every single person just to see how you're doing. That's right. And if we didn't get a chance to do that yet, we want to do it as well as the team. That's right. But you got to put in your information. So yeah. we totally know we would love to connect with you. Sometimes people think I think it's a robot or something yeah. sending those texts like, no, yeah. really, is this really, it's really you, us. Pastor we really want to know. <laughs> yes, it is. It is us. Well, we hope that you've been leaning in 21 days of prayer and fasting. Yesterday's prayer time was, was awesome. awesome. It was awesome. But what is today? Today is day, day 22. 22. And that means that you are full. That means that you are happy and that you had some scrambled eggs for breakfast. We, you get that? Breakfast. We break, fast. Yeah, yeah. We break We break fast with eggs and his presence because we don't want to leave his presence while we're eating. <laughs> we don't want to do it. But we're so excited to have you. What an amazing time with 21 days of prayer and fasting. So many of you have sent your testimonies. We celebrated some in person uh, during our in-person service, yeah. job promotions and yes. God opening up doors, people um, just experiencing the presence of God in a fresh way, as well as we've got a couple in our church that are buying their very first home. House, we've got miracles yeah. coming in. We've got just all of the ways that God's been working. And this is the thing, we don't just pause once a year and do yeah. this because we want to go on diets. We don't do this once a year just because that's what we've always done. Yeah. We do it to really dedicate an entire year back to God and say, God, you're the one who's the beginning and yeah. the end. That means you're going to know everything about 2021. Yeah. So let us align ourselves with what your will is. And we just want to commend you, City yeah. Place, for leaning all the way in during the times of prayer and fasting. You got up early in the morning during the yes. weeks. You got up Sunday mornings. You've been praying. You've been seeking God and doing the work. And today yeah. we're going to be talking about building upon that momentum. Yeah. And I'm super excited to dive in today. Yeah. Well, over the last few weeks, we've been taking it step by step. We talked about the power of fasting. We talked about the transition to power. And then last week, we talked about the weight of 
his word. Yep. And we challenge you to come to this Sunday service with your one word for the year. For those of you who are new, uh, every single year, uh, Ty and I challenge City Place Church to seek God for what would be a prophetic word for you, your family, that would define your year. So we hope that you have gotten that word from the Lord. And in yeah. fact, drop it in the chat so that we can see like who and what God is saying. That's right. We yeah. want to see it. This is a really special time, especially coming out of the time, the couple of weeks, 21 days yeah. that we just have for you to align yourself, not only hear God, but then say God specifically, yeah. what do I need to do? Where do I need to sharpen? What word am I going to be clinging to? Yeah. We can't wait to see it. That's right. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn with us. You can download those notes. Like we said, cityplacechurch.com backslash notes. Look y'all, we have even brought our own notes. Paper notes. That's right. Paper notes. We're, we're repping with you. And so uh, <laughs> Isaiah chapter 43, Isaiah chapter 43, uh, we're going to dive right into God's word today. And we want you to keep that word that God has given you. Or for those of you who are going to jump in this week and say, God, give me that word. We want you to have that word flowing with us as we get into God's word today. Isaiah 43 verse 18. We're going to kind of go towards the end of the chapter, then jump back up to the beginning of the chapter. But this is what it says in verse 18. It says, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do, for I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in dry wastelands. The wild animals in the fields will thank me the jackals and the owls too, for giving them water in the desert. Yes, I will make rivers in dry wastelands so my chosen people can be refreshed. I have made Israel for myself and they will someday honor me before the whole world. Now hop up to the beginning of Isaiah chapter 43. And here's what it says. But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, the one who formed you, says, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned. The flames will not consume you, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt as a ransom. For your freedom. I gave Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Others were, were given in exchange for you. I traded their lives for yours because you are precious to me. You are honored and I love you. I love these two passages so much because the, we jumped right into Isaiah, who's really pleading and capturing this beautiful love story coming straight from the Father. It is this understanding that God has had this amazing track record with his people. He's saying, look, I'm not telling you that life is going to be perfect. I'm not going to tell you that you're not going to go through fires. I'm not going to tell you that you're not going to go through trials. I'm telling you that they are there, but I want you to know I rescued you every time, that I walked with you through the deepest oceans, that I walked with you through the oceans and, and the fires. I, I actually took your life and I said, 
that's the one I want. I ransomed you, which means that I gave something up for you. I exchanged it. It cost me something. It wasn't a freebie. You're not an afterthought Mm. to me. And so God is saying, look, I've done all of these things and I'm your God. I am your God. What's so amazing in the first scripture that you read though, it's, it's God saying, look, I've done all of these things, but I want you to also know right now, times have been tough, but I'm also the God that sweeps in and goes, gives you a breath of fresh air. I want you to also forget those hard times that put scars on you. I want you to forget the whips on your back. I want you to forget the deserts and the times where you were scraping and begging. I want you to remember now that I am doing something new, Mm. that I'm not only the God that brought you through the past, but I have a track record of always proving faithful. And so this is really a lesson that God begins to share with us about his faithfulness, about his track record, about his consistency, about his trustworthiness. He's trying to have a conversation with us that says, look, where have I gone wrong? That's good. All of the things throughout history point to a very faithful, very present, very consistent God. It's a love story. It's a yeah. redeeming story where yeah. he's pleading for Israel yeah. to remember his faithfulness. That's good. That's good. When you look at the whole book of Isaiah, the whole book of Isaiah is a story of God communicating with his people. Some who are like, we want nothing to do with you, God. Some who are focused on something else, but there is this chasing after the people he loves. Yeah. There, there, there is this chasing of no, don't run because I'm still here. That's right. I've been with you the whole time and you've turned away, but don't go. In the book of Isaiah, there's the promise of a savior. There's the, the, the declaration of his sacrifice on a cross. There is the, 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 the letting us know that uh, everything that we need is found in Jesus. And it's all in the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah tells this, this un, undying love that God has for his people. But then it also tells the story of a people who have been distant. And whenever we come into a new season of life, sometimes you need to be reminded of God doing what he's always been doing. That's good. You know, we, we've challenged you to come into this year, to come into this week together with one word prophetically from the Lord that would define your year. But I I made note of something as we were reading this and preparing. I wrote this, that everything God will do begins with a prophetic declaration surrounded by what he's already done. So good. Everything that God will do, that one word for 2021, that prophetic declaration, God has already surrounded it by what he will do and has already done done. Just in case you popped in here, we challenge everyone to have one word. But if you notice in Isaiah 43, in verse 18, he says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. And he asked him, do you recognize that I'm doing a new thing? He recognized it. Do you recognize that I'm doing a new thing? And he says, I've already begun it. But if you look at the beginning, before he says, I'm doing a new thing, he had surrounded them with what he'd already done. I think about this in very practical terms. Come on, let's have some real talk this morning. How many of you would say that the past year, year and a half has been a little dicey? Mm. It's been a little hard. Yeah. Maybe there's some things emotionally or physically or on our jobs or in our relationships or homeschooling our kids that we would rather have not 
gone through. Now let's put this in the context of what we've just read this morning in Isaiah where, where God is saying, look, I never promised you that it was going to be a cakewalk. I mm -hmm. never said that. I said that I would be with you. Right there was God. Yeah. We look back based on what you just said and we said, oh, you know, my word that I'm praying for is is peace or it's joy or it's 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 faithfulness or it's fun or whatever whatever our word is. And we go, but God, I don't have that. Mm. God, I've come out of a really hard season and I just need that. Sometimes we give these sort of wrap our energy around these declarations because we go, God, I don't have it. Yeah. And you know what God is saying? I want you to think, I want you, you think you don't have it, but I actually want you to look back mm. and I want you to go, Oh, but I didn't lose my mind, so maybe yeah. I did have a touch of joy. Mm. Oh, I, I didn't absolutely, you know, I, I'm not in the grave today. I do have pieces yeah. of my health. God is saying, look, I, based on what you just said, in order for me to do something prophetic in the future, I need you to yeah. understand, I've actually been laying the groundwork. I've been laying the foundation for some time, but it's time for you to wake up and realize it's a new day. Yeah. It's a new season and I'm doing something different. Now I'm declaring it yeah. and I want you to walk into it differently yeah. but I've already been on the move yeah it's just time for you to perceive it that's good that's good and my word last year was fun yeah my, my word last year was fun and I can remember going through some times last year forgetting what had been declared forgetting what had been declared wanting something fresh but forgetting what had been declared. And when you look in Isaiah, God at the beginning of 43, Isaiah 43 reminds them of what he's already done so that when he tells them that he's doing something new, he's already put them in a position to where they could look back at his resume and say, he's been faithful. That's right. And so that word that you have for the year, the word that God has given us as a church, we have to look back and say, God, you've been faithful over time. Therefore, the new thing that you're doing, we're going to make room so that we can let you work. That's right. We want to let God work in the season, but God will always surround a fresh prophetic declaration from his voice with what he's already done. So let's jump in and see what did God already declare to them before he declared to them in verse 18 that he was doing something new. This is what he said. And if, if you go back to the beginning, he says, I am the Lord who created you. You have been created by God. Yeah. There's nobody else. You have been created by God, structured, built by God, the father. Then he says, he is the one who formed you. So he created you and then he formed you. Every gift, every talent that your makeup he formed you. He took time with you. He knew exactly who Taisha would be. Taisha is an original. She is not an imitation. You are not an imitation. God took his time when he created you. He then said, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to add this. You're going to look like this. This is going to be, be your shade of color. This is going to be your hair. This is going to be your gift. This is going to be your talent. He created you and he formed you. And he goes and he says, I want to remind you now that I'm the one who started the work in you. Then the Bible says that he says, don't be afraid because I ransomed for you. He says, I've already paid the price yeah. for you. Now, this is him telling, 
I've already paid the price for you. Remember, we read it a little bit later where he says, I've swapped out people for you because I love you. I swapped out people for you because I loved you. If you can remember, Jesus took our place because the father loves us. Jesus died in our place so we didn't have to. Yep. So God has already let us know that he's created us. He's created you. He's formed you. And then he's already paid the price so that you don't have to be fearful. You don't have to worry. You don't have to doubt. Jesus has already done that. And then he says, I've called you by name and you are mine. If the enemy's attacking you, if the enemy throws a blow, if you ever worry about who you are, God says in all of the people of the world, I am God enough to know that you're Stacy. I am God enough to know you by name. Have you ever felt like God didn't know who you were? Well, God reminds you today that you are called by him and you're his. Yeah, I think that's so good. And as you think about your one word, let's not only think about this in, in someone else's God formed us and God created <coughs> us and God ransomed us and God called us. But what about that word that God just gave you mm. coming out of 21 days of prayer and fasting? Let's even make it specific, right? Because yeah. God, we want God's word to come alive. So let's take this through an exercise. Yeah. Through the word that you believe that God has spoken to you, he didn't just pick it off the shelf, but however, he created that peace. So if it's joy, God wants joy to be your promise. He, he designed that. He designed a plethora of things for you to enjoy, but joy is it for 2021. Not only did he create that word specifically for you, but he formed it. Yeah. It means that joy was supposed to be yours. This pairing was perfect. That's it's good. not just anybody's joy. It's a specific joy. It's your joy. It's exactly joy That's when good. you need it, right? It's joy. It's your joy. Then he ransomed it, meaning that there's some times where the enemy would come in and try to steal your joy, but God says what? I've ransomed it. I've said that belongs to them. This is theirs. This is my promise. Yeah. Nobody can touch it. And the last thing that he says is I've called you, That's meaning good. that there is a destination. There is a destiny. There's a progress for you to get through this year. And that joy is required. I have called this over you. I've called you to be joyful. I've called you to have this specific thing. It is yours. It is specifically crafted for yeah. you. No one can take it. And that calling is assigned to that thing. That's this good. is how we make God's word come alive to That's us. Good. And so we ask you again, shout it loud and shout it proud. What's that word God come gave on. you today? What's that word God has for you? Yeah. Loud and proud. That's, that's good. I, li I like how you took, created, formed, and applied it to what God is saying to us. Did y'all catch that? Did you, did you catch it? Here, here, here's what we're, we're diving into to today. God gives us a prophetic declaration for the year, but it's surrounded by his faithfulness. So if we can look at his faithfulness, then what God declares for us for 2021, we need to let him work. We need to give God space to let what he's already done, right? He surrounded his prophetic declaration to you for 2021 with what he's done in 2019, 2020, 2017, whatever it may be, but sometimes we might miss it. We might not recognize it. God will always remind us of what he's already done before he declares something new. Are you with me? He, he will remind us 
of what he's already done and then declare something new. Why? Because he's not just going to, he's not a genie. I say that a lot. He's going to remind us of what he's already done, what he's already promised. And then we can grab hold of the new. Are you with me? So we want to give God space and let him work. When you look through Isaiah 43, there's this silent whisper of God going, let me do it. <laughs> when you read it, he keeps saying, and I will. When you go through the fire, you won't be burned because I'm with you. When you, when you feel like oppression is, is trying to weigh you down, it won't because I'm with you. Like, he's like, if you let me be me, if you let me be your creator, if you let me be the one who forms you, if you let me be the one who has redeemed you, if you let me be the one that called you by name, when you go through these things, you'll let me be the one that brings you out. You'll let me be the one that could actually uh, douses the fire. You'll let me be the one that walks you through the moments that are tough. He says, but you have to let me work. And earlier we were talking about it and you, and you pulled something out of it that I said, okay. <laughs> you, you, you pulled out that, there are certain types of people. Yeah, well, I believe that this chapter gives us a, it's a, it's a type and shadow. It's an analogy for who we are, right? We're not supposed to read the word and go, that was a nice history lesson. We're yeah. supposed to say, God, what are you speaking to me? So if there was a group of people that God ransomed, and we also know that we've been ransomed. I know that I didn't deserve God's grace, but there came a time where he came and rescued me. Yeah. Do you know this this morning, yeah. right? So we know that this applies to us. There's this group of people who is this love story with God. What does that mean to us? And, and what does that mean for us today? Yeah. And I believe even as we've been reading this, God has been speaking. So let's just make it plain together, shall we? This is a group of people that God says, I'm going to do these things. I'm going to do these things. Look, I'm doing something new. I'm doing something new. Now, one of the things that happens is after that happens in the chapter. So right after uh, verse uh, 18 through 21, when he says, look, forget all that stuff. I'm doing something new. What happens? These people begin to do their own thing. They begin to go their own way. They begin to make their own doors. What happened? Yeah. I was lost and you rescued me. I was yeah. a slave and you came for me. I was empty and yeah. you filled me. What happened? God yeah. came for me and all of a sudden I've become something different. So I want to know this morning, can we have some real talk? Can we have a real moment? Because these kinds of people that we see in Isaiah are the kinds of people that if we're not careful, yeah. we can look in the mirror and say, that's, that's yeah. me. Yeah. The first kind of person that we see, we see in verse eight through nine. So let's read this together in chapter 43. It says, lead out those who have eyes but are blind, mm. who have ears mm. but are deaf. Mm. These kinds of individuals are the ones that have everything they need, but they can't see mm. and they can't hear. Now, this Good. scripture isn't talking about this physically. Yeah. The people have eyes and they have ears, yeah. but it's saying you have eyes, but you don't see what I'm doing. That's good. You have ears, but you can't hear my voice, although I'm calling yeah. for you and I'm your God. Yeah. And there's nothing that shakes me more. Now, this first type of person, maybe you can relate with this yeah. morning. The first type of person that we see in Isaiah is the person who takes all the matters mm. into their own hands. That's good. Now, you know what I'm talking about here. It's That's not good. just the person philosophically. I'm talking about the person yeah. that you cut me off in traffic. I'm going to make sure I speed up next to you and tell you what it's all about, right? That's I-4, babe. I 
SI4 every day, all day. Or even better, like there's a relationship and somebody does you wrong, yeah. right? Like somebody's mm. talked about you or they've, they've done something wrong. And instead of going, God, you're going to deal. God, you're going to be the judge. God, I'm going to fall on my knees. God, in your time, that's okay. You say, I know what I can do. I can mm. drop a couple little hints and I can give you a taste of your own medicine. I can also gossip right back. I can drop a little nugget into the supervisor that puts doubt in their mind mm. about you. Mm. I can also do the same. The same way you've hurt me, I can hurt you. Mm. Come on, we, we, we can talk about this being someone else's thing, but we've all been this person. Mm. We've all been the kind of person that says, God, you're not moving fast enough. You're not giving the justice the way I want you to give justice therefore you need my assistance to step in mm. you need me to take matters into my own hands yeah. so that I can assist your work this is what we see in Isaiah as the people are like eh, I have eyes but whatever I'm gonna do my own thing I think I'm okay I have ears but I don't need to listen to mm. you right now yeah you ransomed me thank you I'm gonna keep it moving right that's this is the kind of people that we see where God is saying yeah but that's not why I brought you out of mm. captivity. That's for great. that purpose, for you to do your own thing and be all bad by your own self and be completely self-directed and self-sufficient and be all together mm. and a bag of chips is not why I saved you. That's good. I saved you so that you would understand that vulnerability with me is beautiful and it's safe. That's good. And if you really embrace that, you would not be afraid of taking matters into your own hands or worrying about if I will handle it. That's good, that's good. You have a prophetic word for 2021 or you're about to, you're about to identify it this week in prayer. You're surrounded by God's faithfulness. Warning, <laughs> warning, don't take matters in your own hands. Don't take matters in your own hands. You have the prophetic voice of God. You, 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 you've given 21 days of prayer. You have your one word for the year. Let God work. Let this be the year where you don't take matters in your own hands. Yep. You, 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 you don't. Great, great scripture, verse eight. You, you, you can have vision, but you can't see. You have ears, but you can't hear. Remember Jesus would say, hey, uh, he that hath an ear, let him hear. Well, everybody's listening to you, Jesus, but not everybody can really grasp hold of what is really being said. Yep. And many times when we're taking matters in our own hands, we don't stop and slow down enough to realize that he's the one that does the work. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Do you realize it? Do you recognize it? Let me work. The second person uh, is found in verse 22. The second person is yeah. also found in verse 22. So we just read, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Verse 21, I have made Israel for myself and they'll someday honor me before the whole world. Keep reading verse 22. It says, you've not called upon me, mm. O Jacob. You've not wearied yourself for me, O Israel. You've not bought me sheep for offering. You've not honored me with your sacrifices. And it goes on and on and on. Now I'm reading out of the NIV yep. and earlier we were reading out of New Living Translation, but you get the point. The point is that God says, wait, 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 I'm gonna do a new thing. You're ransomed, I'm your God, but wait, you haven't even come back to say mm. thank you. 
You haven't stopped to say, if God has done all this and more, then let me give him a sacrifice. Let mm. me praise his name willingly. Let That's me good. stop what I'm doing. We don't even stop sometimes. And this is the person that catches amnesia. You know who I'm talking about, like not the people who you do stuff for and then three months later, they kind of forget that you rolled up your sleeves and you helped them move and you gave them money and you were praying for them and doing all that. You know what I'm talking about when people catch amnesia, boy, yeah. there is nothing worse than that mm. because I've heard it time and time again. They don't remember everything I've done for them. Mm. Now, sometimes amnesia happens quick, like, you know, you have a fallout with somebody and then all of a sudden it's like there's years of history here. How did you catch amnesia? Yeah. How did we get here? What happened overnight? And sometimes, and this happens way more often, it's a leaky drip. We catch amnesia with God, not, not these big things, not God, I hate you, not God, I'm walking away from the faith, but you know what? I don't feel like praying today. Yeah. You know what, God, I didn't make space for you in my life. You know what, God, it's okay if it goes a little while and well, I guess seven more days will do until I hear your voice again at church. Yeah. Right? We, we, we forget about the goodness of God and it doesn't translate into our everyday lives. It's a leaky amnesia. Yeah. It can happen slow and it can happen fast, but nevertheless, what a mm. disappointment yeah. for the God who longed for us, to ransom us, to love us, mm. to honor us, who dreams about, who sits there waiting just to see how you'll worship him that day to go, they, did, they went the whole day and, and acted like I never even existed. Mm. They never said good morning. They never said anything to me. Mm. They, they went this whole day like they didn't even know me. Mm. How devastating that must be for our God. Ty and I got away at the end of the year for a couple of days and uh, we were, I was trying to recall all that God had done in 2020. And I realized that it was hard to remember some of the things that God had done in January, hmm. February, March, April. And I remember leaving the year going, if I don't note God's faithfulness along the way, I risk forgetting God's faithfulness along the way. Yep. You might want to write that down. If I don't note God's faithfulness along the way, I risk forgetting God's faithfulness along the way. How many times have you forgotten? How many times have I forgotten God's faithfulness along the way? So that when you hear, behold, I'm doing a new thing, or you hear or you grab hold of what God's word is for you and your family for 2021, you look at 2020 and then you go, well, will this really happen? Because the word I had last year wasn't fulfilled. Maybe it was on course to be fulfilled, but we didn't remind ourselves of what was surrounding the prophetic declaration, all that God had already done. I love the fact that you were talking about the forgetful person. Yeah. The forgetful person. We don't, we don't want to take matters into our own hands and we don't want to forget. And so let us just give you just a couple of things because I believe a third person is found in there, but you got to look because it doesn't jump off of the page. I believe that when God is talking, God is also talking to the person that he knows this people will be a faithful people yeah even while God is chasing all throughout the book of Isaiah he sees them watch because he said it I've called you by name you are mine and remember we read it was in verse 
uh, four, he says, there's been an exchange. He says, I want you to know that you're honored and I love you. He says it boldly, like, I love you. I believe that the third person that's in here that God is talking to is the faithful person. Great. He's talking to you. He's, he's, he's like, I know, I know that we got this history <laughs> where you may not have taken it all serious or maybe you, I've, I've, I've had to pull you back into my love. Maybe I, 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 I've had to chase you or, or maybe you've come running back. I want you to know that I see you as called by me and loved by me. And so as God is talking to you today, no matter where you are, God is looking at you going, oh, I've called you and you are mine. You are honored and you are loved. And yes, you may have tried to take matters in your own hands and maybe you've been forgetful, but in 2021, I want you to see yourself as faithful. Yep. Because I'm doing something new and I'm surrounding this moment at the beginning of the year to remind you of my faithfulness. I've created you. I've formed you, I've ransomed you, and I've called you by name. So that word that I've given you for 2021, I want you to know that I've created that word for you. I've formed that word for you. I paid the price for that word for you through Jesus. I've called you by my name. That word belongs to you. You're mine. And since you're mine, what I declare to you is mine the faithful person. So let us just give you just a couple of things so that you can let God work this year. Let God work this year. The first one is, it's found in verse one. It says, but now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord. Hmm. Listen to the Lord. That's the first thing, just listen. If we're gonna let God work and see God fulfill his prophetic declaration in your life, listen. You have ears, but you don't hear. Pastor Ty just said it. We just have to listen. I said it last week. Hearing is different than listening. Listening is I grab hold of what you said and I'm going to apply it and I'm going to see it fulfilled. So you listen. The second thing is know who's talking. Like you and I have to know who's talking. He says this. He says, listen to the Lord yeah. who created you. The one who has declared your one word for the year, the one who has declared all that city place is going to be, the one who's declared who our family's going to be, he is the Lord. That's he right. is the creator. He is the one who forms. He is the one that moves. He is God. So we have to know who's talking. And we know who's talking through relationship. Yep. We know who's talking through relationship. The question for us today really is, are you listening? Mm. Do you find yourself reading through things and not making them personal? Do you find yourself where God has to work extra hard to come find you? you know, as you were speaking, I just want to speak to now the people mm. who, who would say, God, I, I don't know that I fully embraced the ability for you to love me. I, I mm. understand that you that you call me and you see me as something different but I, I i don't feel like you could love me based on what i have done and i'm here to declare to you this morning that as you have sought to seek and you've linked in today and got you've already made some of the first steps that god's prerequisite of you beginning to listen 
that you beginning to, to understand this is God now talking to me. The final step is for God to do his thing, mm. for God to do his work, for us to step aside, even if that means that this morning you yeah. believe that you are not ready to be loved by God, mm. meaning that God is not able, willing, wanting, or, or needing to love someone like you. And sometimes it takes a mental shift for us to grasp how, how wide and how awesome and how deep and how amazing and tall and wide is the love of God. Sometimes it takes a mental reworking for us to understand that God doesn't see us as we are today, mm. that he is both the beginning and the end. Yeah. That means that he sees us as we will he understands the journeys that we will take. He understands the places that we will still trip up as believers. Our job, though, is to make the word of God personal. Mm -hmm. And this morning, I want to speak to those of you mm -hmm. who would say, I am listening. Mm -hmm. I am positioned. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to ask God to love me in whatever state he might find me. Mm. This morning you may find yourself incredibly far away from God. Or maybe you are a Christ follower, mm. but you know there's some areas of your life that you are not proud of, mm. that you would rather not be posted publicly. And today I wanna give you an invitation just the same to say, God, will you step in and will your promise that we read just this morning be made true to me? Will you be the God who loves yeah. me? I'm gonna give you an opportunity in just a moment to pray a prayer of salvation, regardless of yeah. what span or spectrum you find yourself on. Yeah. I wanna give you the moment to rekindle yourself yeah. and let God do his work. Yeah. Let God do his work. That means that we are not interested in doing even this process of coming back to God. We're not interested in taking matters into our own hands. We're certainly not gonna catch amnesia. Yeah. We wanna be ones that are faithful that God sees. Yeah. If that's you this morning, if you know that God is beginning to prompt you, if you're starting to feel like that's yeah. me, this mm -hmm. has been me, God is here and he is ready to say, I am here to find you. Yeah. Then I invite you to make this a personal process and a personal prayer this morning yeah. that only you can do with your own lips. Yeah. I'm going to pray a simple, simple prayer. Yeah. And it will just be acknowledging that Jesus Christ mm. died for you, That's that good. he gave his life as a ransom for you That's good. so that you could live and have a relationship with the Father forever. Yeah. I'm going to pray a simple prayer. You pray after me out loud. Are you ready? Yes. Say, Father God. Father God. Say it loud and proud. Say, Father God. Father God. I declare today I declare that, today your son Jesus that your son Jesus died for me, died for me. that I am, not too far I am not too far from your reach, from your reach. that your son, Jesus your son Jesus rose from the grave, from the grave. And, I and I declare that he is my God, that, is my God. that I, am your child, I am your child and that I am called by your name, that I am called by your name. in Jesus name. Jesus name. Amen. 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 Come on, somebody. Today, you are beginning a fresh relationship with Jesus. Notice, I just want you to notice that we read Isaiah chapter 43, and God said he created you, he formed you, and he ransomed you, and he called you by name. 
those of you who made that decision to follow Jesus today, I just want you to know that he spoke about you a long time ago. And today, yeah. everything, watch now, that he prophetically declared, we experienced today. So the decision that you made, you'll be able to put it on a piece of paper and say, on this last Sunday of January, I gave my heart to Jesus. On this last Sunday, he became my Lord and he became my savior. Now you can go back and you can build upon what God has done for you. That's right. In this year already. Well done. A clear next step, if you made that decision to follow Jesus, there's a connection card that we want you to complete. We also want you to jump into a city group, which is gonna be kicked off during the month of February. We believe that real life change happens in the context of relationships. And uh, I can't wait to connect with you. I'm gonna be leading a small group. Uh, we've got men's, you're leading one too, yeah, girl? Go ahead. One, we've got men's, we've got students, yeah. we've got young adults. We've got, we've got something for you. And so we wanna just invite you into the family of God. You don't have to do life alone anymore. Well, babe, I hear that next Sunday is a big yes. day. Next Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday. It is Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> it's Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, at City Place Church, you have to wear your jerseys of whatever favorite team you want. We use it as a fun day. You listen, you're definitely going to want to come to our in-person service. Yeah. You want to come sure. to our in-person service. It's going to be fun. We'll have some festivities for you, for those of you who are online and some fun things, but you definitely want to come in person. We will be doing it uh, distant style, but we just believe in, in just making an atmosphere with God exciting and fun. And also, we're going to be talking even more about today. We talked about letting God work. Watch so that God can do it in our life. That's right. And Ephesians chapter three, verse 20 says, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever ask, hope, think, or imagine, according to the power that works in us. Yep. And we just believe that 2021 is gonna be the year where God does, does it. it. That's right. We believe that this year is going to be the year that God does it. And we're going to be talking about that over the next few weeks. We're going to talk about how God downloaded that into our heart for you. And so we wanted to just kind of let you kind of know that we are going to need to let God work in 2021 so that God can do it. And we're going to be talking about that uh, during Super Bowl Sunday and in the weeks and the days to come because this is going to be the year, watch now, where what God has prophetically declared to you, to City Place, that's surrounded by what he's already done, he does. So good. Are you excited for that? Come on, somebody. I'm so excited. It's been an amazing 21 days. Now, we always take this time when That's we right. gather to be generous people. So before we go today, I want to give you one more charge because I am of the persuasion that as we go into this next year and there's all kinds of things going around that we are not called yeah. to be people who are kind of like modifying ourselves according to what we see or hear. Yeah. We're not the kind of people that clam up and be fearful when God is yeah. speaking life over us. And so as a result, we have all always declared that City Place Church would be a generous house. And listen, you have done that and more yeah. in 2020. You have 
killed it, crushed it, as we have been really the hands and feet of Jesus. And But I have determined that every single time we gather, I will not let an opportunity to put seed in the ground pass me by because I'm not just a participant. I'm not just an observer, rather, of what God is doing. I'm a participant. I'm not just looking at the game. I want to get in the yeah. game. I don't want God to just use somebody. I want him to use me. I don't yeah. know. Am I, am I alone, City yeah. Place Church? I hope not. So this morning, it is an opportunity now. It's our time together as family for us to give. Yeah. Now you can give online at cityplacechurch.com backslash give, and you can get prepared to do that online. You can set it and forget it. You can do it via text. Listen, we're 21st century people. Uh, so you can make that easy, but I wanna just charge you that as God has spoken, as he's coming out of 21 days of prayer, especially, it's time for us to act. Yeah. It's time for us to not be people going, that was good, that was a nice word. Hmm. Okay, it's time for us to go, ooh, yeah. I'm putting some seed in the ground. I receive it. I'm going to react. So will you do that this morning as I pray for you, for your giving and your generosity? Father, I thank you for your house and your heart and your people. I thank you that this moment, this time of giving is a true seed in the ground. God, will you water our seeds? Will you throw expectation on our seeds? Will you give us the opportunity to honor you with our finances? I'm so thankful, God, that I will get the opportunity to mm. see the fruit of what you will do mm. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I can't wait to hear about how God Come does on. it. I can't wait till you break Come it on. down. Come on. Come on. So get ready. It's going to be a celebration next Sunday. You got the groundwork over the last 21 days. Now begin to build up your expectation. You don't want to miss a single service during our time or anything that takes place in this year of City Place Church. Right. We can't wait to spend time with you next Sunday. Have a great week. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. And you can share with your friends. Take a screenshot, post on your social media stories, and tag us at City Place Church.